0: Hello, my awesome friends. How you doing? It's your buddy, Phil here, project management trainer and coach. It's Saturday. Yesterday, I said, thank goodness it's Friday. Well, thank goodness it's Saturday. Saturday is typically not a dull day for me. In fact, today, I had two major courses with two major certifications. The one you all know, the PMP. We had our PMP exam masterclass today. And also today, we started our PMI ACP masterclass with my buddy, Roy, and I. I'm going to put an excerpt to some of the things we discussed here for you to listen into our little conversations in the class, you know the PMI-ACP is typically what people go for after getting certified as a PMP. If they are able to, if they have amassed enough Agile knowledge, they tend to go for the ACP or some other certification, such as the ones I've mentioned on here. But today, I really want to focus more on PMP. I want to double back down because it's coming to the end of the third month of the year. In other words, Q1. And I heard a number of people say, oh, I'll get it done by Q1. I don't know if you're one of those folks who had Q1 in your crosshairs. If you did, hopefully what I'm going to share here today will help you. If you truly mean business with your PMP exam, you've got to get into a rhythm and a schedule. In fact, you have to have it very clear what you want to achieve, and when you want to achieve it leading up to your big day. So this is the 19th of March. If your goal is 31st of March at a maximum, there's three things you need to do. It's very straightforward. Number one, master the agile mindset, manifesto, practices, and of course, read the details in the Agile Practice Guide. Think Agile. Be Agile. Approach your day in an Agile fashion. It helps you imbibe the mindset. The values are so helpful in understanding how to approach a question. It always needs to be humans first, the team, giving the team what they need, giving people what they need, giving stakeholders what they need, being on the side of the stakeholders, being on the side of the customer. You see, it's a mindset. So I want to encourage you, if you have not really internalized the Agile Manifesto, look for some of the podcasts on here where I did that. And also go on down to the on YouTube channel and look for some of those videos. There's so many of them. Also do a search for on Mindset on YouTube and also look for mindset in here. You'll find quite a lot of information regarding mindset. It's so important, okay? So agile is important. Get it down pat. That's the first thing. Second thing you need to do is understand what makes hybrid hybrid. Hybrid is a confluence of predictive and agile or a gray area an area of grayness that could be either. For example, when we talk about the Stacy Complexity Model and understanding how it works, is that agile? Or is that predictive? Or is it somewhere in the middle? I like thinking about it as something of a hybrid nature because it's on a continuum, you know, which goes also to the PMI's continuum of life cycles. So understanding The importance of being hybridized and being able to morph into both hybrid and agile methods. That's important. The pages in the Agile Practice Guide where that is emphasized is also important. Things such as Tuckman's Ladder and the five stages of team development as we call it, also important. These are things you should just be familiar with. Moving a step further into the talk about hybrid, have you read pages 90 to 95 in the Agile Practice Guide to understand the knowledge areas from an Agile lens? In my mind, that could be used to dig deep on the exam. Okay? Still on the Agile Practice Guide, while we're at it, talking about pages 90 to 95, I also recommend page 58 and page 59 in the Agile Practice Guide to understand common problems that are faced in the world of Agile. I think that could help you immensely. So I've talked about two things. The third thing and final one, it's you understanding predictive project management lingo, the language, to be at home with it. I'm not talking about cramming stuff. I'm talking about hearing a phrase or a term that is related to predictive project management. Could be a plan, a baseline. It could be an analysis. It could be a report. It could be something like an earned value metric. But for you to be in command, for you to feel, yeah, no problem. I've got this. I understand this. A quick way of doing this is looking at page 89 in the PEMBOK Guide 6th edition. Use it as a checklist, page 89. Do you understand all those documents and all of those plans and baselines in there? If the answer is yes, that's a great sign. If the answer, however, is no, well, you need to do it. And my recommendation is also looking for my videos on each knowledge area, just type in on integration into YouTube. You'll find videos, tons of them, or on Scope or on Schedule. We've set up so many videos that it's hard for you not to find what you're looking for. All right, so those are my suggestions of what you should do. And that's all I wanted to discuss with you today. Next, I'll play a little excerpt from our ACP meeting, and you'll have a little quiz after that on something Agile-related, and we'll call it a day. Let's jump in. Welcome back. We're on to task uh, six of domain one, which is just summarized in the word experimentation. Roy, thoughts?
1: critical aspect of any of our processes, and again, it should be happening in any any organization. Any project shouldn't make any difference. The challenge with experimentation is that many organizations don't do it. Here are your requirements to of a waterfall project. Here are all the requirements. You must do it exactly as requested. When you have done this, you will be successful. What about the experimentation? What about failing? What about trying new ideas, innovation and creativity? Without experimentation, you're gonna just do exactly what was requested and it's gonna be boring, uninteresting, uninspired work, right? And who wants that? Shouldn't you do something different? You know, We're the differentiators, right, Phil?
0: Absolutely, and there's a word, Roy, in our product backlog for the experimentation. What is that backlog item called?
1: Yeah, it's traditionally called a spike or an enabler. It's also known as that. Um, and the whole intent, as you, as you just mentioned, Phil, it's an experiment. It's it's we're trying to reduce risk, right? We're we're trying to say let's try something, let's see what happens, and we'll learn from it,
0: right? Absolutely. And that's it. It's that simple. Enhancing creativity by experimenting, trying new techniques, discover and. Be efficient. I mean, that's what Agile is all about. It's all about a series of
1: experiments, right? Absolutely. Every sprint is an experiment, right? Yeah.
0: Hello, my friends. Welcome to the PMP Exam Radio Show. It's a pleasure to be with you here today. Lots of you are getting ready for the PMP Exam, ramping up for the end of the year. And that's why today we're going to take a little quiz for the PMP Exam. Are you ready? Let's go. What is the name of the role in Scrum that is responsible for the process and integrity of Scrum. If you need more time, hit the pause button. Three, two, one. The answer is the Scrum Master. Next question. What is an Agile method that is used with deep reflection on WIP, work in progress. Three, two, one. The answer I was looking for is Kanban. Next question. You are using a technique in which multiple team members focus simultaneously and coordinate their contributions on a particular work item. What do you call that technique? Three, two, one. The answer I was looking for is mobbing. Next question. You're using a visualization tool as you go through an Agile project. This tool enables improvements to the flow of work by making bottlenecks and work quantities visible. What is this visualization tool called? Three, two, one. The answer is Kanban board. Next question. You are a servant leader on a project and you are involved in removing an obstacle that prevents the team from achieving its goals. What is a name for this obstacle? Three, two, one. The answer is impediment. Let's step things up and talk a little bit more about the world of Agile. You're a servant leader on an Agile project and you're involved in taking a look at a document that helps the team understand the definition of ready and the definition of done. Which document does this describe? Is it A, project charter? Is it B, team charter? Three, two, one. The answer is Team Charter. Refer to the Agile Practice Guide, page 50. Next question. You're a project manager working on a hybrid project. On this project, you're using a method where team members at the end of each sprint, share what went well, what didn't go so well, and improvements that are recommended for the next sprint. Which ceremony does this describe? 3, 2, 1. This is of course the retrospective. Next question. Complete the Agile Manifesto value statement. Individuals and interactions over what? Three, two, one. The answer I was looking for is over processes and tools. Next question. In the Agile Manifesto, the principle Our highest priority is to satisfy the what? Three, two, one. It reads, our highest priority is to satisfy the customer through early and continuous delivery of valuable software. I typically revise that to read valuable product for those folks who are working in non-software environments. Next question. Kanban and Agile are both subsets of what? Three, two, one. Agile and Kanban are both subsets of Lean. I would advise you to take a look in the Agile Practice Guide, page 11. Now, just a few more questions. You're working on a project with a high frequency of delivery and a high degree of change. Which approach should you use to deliver this project? Is it predictive, incremental, agile, or iterative? Three, two, one the answer is agile agile works best when you have a high frequency of delivery and a high degree of change next question you're working on a project with a high frequency of delivery and a low degree of change which approach should you use is it predictive incremental agile or iterative three two 1. If you are using a high frequency of delivery and a low degree of change the best option is incremental. Refer to figure 3-1 in the agile practice guide. This is on page 19. Next question. On your project you have a high frequency of delivery and a high degree of change. Which approach should you use? Is it A plan driven? Is it B, change driven? Is it C, iterative? Three, two, one. The answer is change driven because that's agile as well. Bear in mind that agile is known as change driven and adaptive as well. Next question. You're working a project where there is a high degree of change and a low frequency of delivery. Which approach should you use for this project? Predictive? Is it incremental? Is it agile? Or is it iterative? Three, two, one. If you are working a project with a high degree of change and a low frequency of delivery, that needs to be iterative. Again, Figure 3-1, page 19. Here is your final question. You're working a project which has a low frequency of delivery, a low degree of change as well. Which of the four approaches should you use? Is it plan-driven, is it change-driven, is it incremental, or is it iterative? Three. Two, one, the answer is plan driven. Okay, now we are done with very specific Agile content. I will ask you two final questions that cut across predictive and Agile. On a predictive project, which element is fixed? Scope, schedule, or cost? Hit the pause button if you need more time. 3, 2, 1. On a predictive project, the element that is fixed is scope. Next question. On an Agile project, which of the following elements is not fixed? Is it schedule? Is it cost? Is it scope? Three, two, one. One. On an Agile project, the element that is not fixed is Scope. Scope is flexible. Next question. On an Agile project, which of these elements is fixed? Is it A. Scope? B. Schedule? C. Cost, or D, quality? Three, two, one. That was a somewhat trick question because two of the options are correct. The answer I was looking for is schedule and cost. In the world of Agile, we fix those parameters. We have a stable team. We have a team. We understand the cost. We have a time box, a sprint, and whatever we can fit within the sprint, we do. The sprint is fixed. That's the time box. The team is fixed. Could more people join the team? Absolutely. But we know what we are working with cost-wise and schedule-wise. Those are the fixed elements in the world of Agile. Final question. On a predictive project, which elements are not fixed? Three, two, and one. The elements that are not fixed are schedule. The elements that are not fixed are schedule and cost. And that concludes our review for today. Thank you very much. I hope this helps you. If you are struggling with your PMP prep and you're looking for a course to boot you into shape, you need to go on down to projectmanagementmasterclass.com. That is projectmanagementmasterclass.com. In the next few days this weekend, starting on the 30th of October, this will be our final masterclass for 2021. This is your final chance in 2021 to join me for four weeks, combing through all of the content for the PMP exam. I look forward to seeing you. Take care and bye for now.